1: And as always, thank you for joining us and welcome. Delighted to send our uh, Saturday with you. got lots of cool stuff, lots of cool tech to talk to you about. If you want to reach us, you can get us at our Facebook page, which is ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com. Take a look at that. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at uh, I'm Mark Cohen and Marsha Col- uh, Collier. Uh, and Marcia, they can uh, on
2: And if you're going to tweet us, if you're going to tweet, it's on T-Chat.
1: T-Chat, right. iChat, T-Chat, T-chat same thing.
2: Um, hi, Jim Katzman, Uncle Bill, JSD Consulting, David, how are you? Great to see you. I stay in a ch- tchat.io room. Our show is hashtag tech radio, so tweet us and put that hashtag there, and during the commercials or during the show, we'll jump in and talk to you, and we really appreciate the live input. makes it so yeah. much more fun.
1: <laughs> it does. We're going to be on the air next Saturday, which is Christmas Eve. Uh, we will be off. Uh, New Year's Eve, so we will have a uh, best-of show, but uh, we're going to be here for you Christmas Eve, and we're trying to arrange And how
2: hard is it to pick a best-of show? I mean, really? They're all all good. Really, they're all good.
1: You're absolutely (laughs) right. They're all wonderful shows. They make great Christmas gifts, too, so if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, give our show.
2: Yeah, tell Um, people to listen to our show. So listen, Mark. Oh, and by the way, if you're on iTunes, please give us a nice rating. We could use that on iTunes. That would be nice. Nobody. We've been on the air almost 10 years, and for some reason, we have 30,000 listeners, but nobody is giving us stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is going on with that? We're stopping the show unless we get more stars. No, so, we not. Uh, not. So, Mark,
2: no. you, you're on iOS, and yeah. I had... Definite iOS jealousy, because Uncle Bill was tweeting me all week, download, oh, Super Mario Run app is coming, oh, yeah, yeah, and I was all excited and all jealous, because it was in the App Store, and it it seems that there were 2,850,000 downloads on the first day, did you Mm -hmm. download it?
1: I didn't. You know, you reminded me just now to do it, and I'm doing it as we speak, but
2: no, have So, Pokemon it. Go only had 900,000 the first day, yeah. so I mean, this was yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Um, rival firm App Annie puts the download figures a lot higher, saying Mario saw 3.5 million downloads mm-hmm. within the first 14 hours just in the U.S. and 10 million downloads worldwide. So, what's the story on this?
3: Well, the rumor is uh, that it's not. Oh, I thought
1: you were. You're asking me. No, go ahead. No, it's just the rumor is it's not a very good game.
4: Well, uh, from what I've heard,
2: it's a it's a great game, but people have been ranking the free version one star. Why? Right, because they don't let you play much. You get to spend ten bucks to get it. Right. So I mean, one star definitely for the free version um you you can play it, and that's cool um Uncle bill just said you know who who's gonna pay ten dollars for it That's a lot of money Hi well, Ray you know Gordon what? Valencia, good to see you. <laughs>
1: I mean, it is. You know, the typical apps in the Apple App Store will run $3. By, you know, a lot of them are free, but they'll run three ninety nine, four ninety nine. 99 And the heavier-duty games will run a little bit more than that. You know, uh, uh, Electronic Arts has a lot of sports games and Madden Football and things that you can download. And those tend to be a little bit more expensive than the average. Yeah, but
2: this is but, Mario Brothers. This is well, jumping right. on mushrooms, for God's
1: sake. Well, yeah. I mean, 10 bucks <laughs> is a more expensive app to run. Right. And uh, by the time the show is over, I will have played it, because it's loading right now. But, um, you know, there's a lot so of... So like, glad you're
2: paying attention to what we're doing.
1: Yeah, well, you know what, I'm not... You know, I was never a big Mario fan. I played it like everybody else did. It's fun. You know, fun. You know it's a
2: game. It's, you know, I mean, just like you play Candy Candy Crush or whatever that is. Right. You know, uh, but... I still trying to stop $10? playing that, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah. So, speaking of money. games... I still do not have my NES.
1: Yeah, well, my very few people actually have yeah.
2: NES. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is it sold close to 200,000 units in November in the U.S., mm-hmm. which is huge because that already outpaced the entire sales history of the Wii U, where they right. only sold where they only sold 220,000. Um, If you combine the figures with an estimated 261,000 units sold in Japan in one week, I mean, this is the hottest game of the century. And I can't find it. Do you want it? Have you thought about it?
1: You know, well, it's actually interesting because I spoke with the PR people from Nintendo because I've been working with them for many, many years. Ah, uh, because you
2: wanted to get me one for Christmas. Because I, I wanted to get you much much one for I Christmas. I liked it. Yeah.
1: Because I knew exactly how much you liked it, and in the end of the day, they coming? can't get it for me. They can't even <laughs> get it for me. I mean, the P- the PR people from Nintendo can't even get it to me at this point. So, uh, I you know, I don't know. Again, I, I I think it's a nostalgic thing. I think it's fun. I think you're going to play it uh for two weeks and then you're going to put it away and never play it again. So I'm not devastated by not having it. I think it's probably going to be fun. You know, like I say, I test a lot of games. I play a lot of games. And and invariably people are sending me, hey, let's look at this retro game. I got one the other day. There was a Rocky uh, game, which is cute, that was sent to me. But, you know, when you're used to playing on a video game these days that has the typical graphics that look real, that look like you're watching a movie, that look like you're watching an NBA game, you kind of go, well, that was fun for five minutes. Now I'm moving on to my Call of Duty game because, you know, it feels like you're really in the action. So I, I don't know. I would love somebody to tell me, if you're listening and you have it, do you love it? Are you going to play it constantly or was it fun and now you're going to put it away?
2: Well, I'm really looking, you know, you can save your games, even though it's a teeny tiny unit. You can right. save your games. It It's very cool. And I honestly am looking forward to playing Zelda again. Now, I will let you know after I start playing Zelda, if. It's annoying because it's chunky and old-fashioned. Yeah, but I think it's just going to be fun for sixty bucks. I think that's cool. But I have great news, great news for everybody. Mm -hmm. If you're in the U.S. and this has been confirmed, because we called a local Best Buy to confirm, on Tuesday, December twentieth, quote, Best Buy will have limited quantities of the console available at Best Buy locations. It will not be online. It will be sold on a first come, first serve basis. Uh, just like on Black Friday, our stores will have a ticketing process. Stop playing, I can hear the Mario. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm doing it on purpose. I'm and they will have a tick-
2: ticketing process for customers waiting in line, and they will only pass out as many tickets as they have consoles, and quantities will not be released over the phone. Oh, I see. So there okay. you go. Your tip go to Best Buy. If you yeah, want, I'm, I'm actually
1: trying to play it and give you the traditional sounds of for those of you who remember the traditional sounds. And uh, I, I'm feverishly trying to get it to run because it's asking me to do a million things before I actually can play the game. OK, so here we go. see I so am
2: love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, hello to Ray Gordon, Kurt Boothman. Uh, Jim Katzman and Uncle Bill, thank you. Love having you joining the show. Clara Berta, thank you for joining the show. So, (laughs) I wait before you go. I'm I'm
1: laughing at, hold on, I'm laughing at Ray Gordon who says his top retro games are stickball, tag, hide and seek. So,
2: (laughs) and he's waiting for ordinary
1: ordinary Mario candy Doom Brothers games. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So go ahead.
2: So Uncle Bill messaged me during the week. And although I knew about it, I think it's ridiculous. Another day, another data breach. Another Yahoo breach, to be specific. Um, Now, it happened all the way back in August 2013. And includes names, email addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, hashed passwords. And in some cases, encrypted or unencrypted security questions. Which is why I always lie on the uh, security questions. I have a set. Set answers in my head, and they're not the real ones. So, you know, I do fake ones, but this is for a billion, a billion breached accounts. And this yep. is not to be confused from the five million account data breach that uh, was revealed in September.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So
2: if you have a Yahoo account, which I do because I use Yahoo Finance all the time. Well, I
1: haven't used Yahoo in a long time.
2: And I use my Yahoo page for my RSS feeds. So, you know, when I share those stories, they come from my RSS feed page. Mm -hmm. So, Yahoo does have authentication. You can go to your Yahoo account and set up two-step authentication, which I highly recommend you do, because all your stuff is out there. I mean, that's crazy. What's interesting is I did hear that Verizon, you know, who was in enlist to buy them, uh, is now rethinking that. <laughs> I think yeah. I might if I was Verizon, too. I'd rethink that. You would say. So, so. I think isn't? it's shameful and that they hid it for as long as they did. Hi, Linda, Linda Sherman. Good to see you. Um, they hid it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I use Yahoo, David. I really do. So you had something interesting real quick on BlackBerry phones. Like, yeah. hello, yeah, are, I thought they were dead.
1: Well, BlackBerry phones, you know, BlackBerry is the company that just simply won't go away. It's very strange. And by the way, I, I'm stopping what I'm doing to t- to talk to the audience now because I am in the middle of playing Super Mario. Uh, so it's uh, I'm a little annoyed that I have to stop doing that. But um, the BlackBerry phones are uh, they, they've just signed a long-term deal with Hong Kong-based electronics manufacturer. Uh, they will design, manufacture, sell, and provide customer service for BlackBerry-branded mobile devices. Uh, BlackBerry will license its security software to T- TCL, who will integrate them into their new handsets. Uh, so they will be the exclusive manufacturer and distributor for BlackBerry, uh, except in, if you're in India or Sri Lanka or in Nepal or Bangladesh and Indonesia. Uh, but they're coming out with the new branded headsets. Uh, uh, called DKEK fifty and DTEK sixty, so they won't go away. It's a company that Mark. Won't go since away. the
2: segment since the segment went so fast, let's save the self driving car news for the next segment. All right, okay? we'll do that
1: next. All right, we'll be back.
2: This is Marcia Collier here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in internet talk.
0: Talk, talk to me.
2: WSradio.com.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: Okay, Marsha, so lots of stuff going on. Um, This is for you because I don't use an Android. What's the deal with Google bringing a new keyboard?
2: Well, wait a minute. Let me let me get in the part about the self-driving cars because I wanted to get that in next. Because oh, I thought you wanted to skip that. Out.
1: You just said you wanted to skip it, so we'll, we can talk about it.
2: No, I messaged you and said let's uh, let's do it in the next segment. I even said it on mm-hmm. the air.
1: No, but on the air you said let's skip it. Okay. <laughs> so
2: did I? Somebody yeah. answer me. If my mind is going. Yes. D- to yes. Know. If Marsha's so losing her mind. Uber check. sent out self-driving cars in San Francisco last week without telling anybody. Yep. I mean, uh, just here they go—self-driving Ubers—and there was videos of them running red lights. And so, now, right. granted, they did have a person in them, mm-hmm. but the California Attorney General says, oh, "What the heck? You can't do this. You have to pay a fee for a self-driving car, and B, we haven't approved this. And they're going to be seeking injunctive and in other appropriate relief, which is kind of creepy." But well, what I did I see thought, a
1: story. Well, I was going to say, yeah, go I just did to add on to that before you go on, is that apparently the, red, the driver that was driving the car that went through the red light, it wasn't yeah. the car that it did it, it was the driver. And they found out go. later, and then they fired the driver.
2: Yep. Wait a minute, you fire a driver of a self-driving car. Think about yep. that sentence.
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. they let the guy go because he took control of the car, apparently, because I guess you can take control of the car, and yeah. he drove through the red light. So it wasn't the car that screwed up, it was the driver.
2: So I read a groundbreaking story that hasn't gotten a lot of play on the Internet, and this is kind of interesting. So you notice on all the self-driving cars, they have that little spinny thing on the roof? Mm-hmm. Okay, those things cost like $10,000 each, And they're called a LIDAR, L-I-D-A-R. And some hacker decided they were going to figure out how to defeat them, and he did. For $43 worth of electronics and a laser pointer, he confused and defeated them. Quote, anybody can go online, get access to, to this, buy it really quickly, just assemble it, and there you go. You have a device that can spoof LIDAR. And cybersecurity experts are on this. I mean, Google, Tesla, everybody, self-driving cars, they're all Mm -hmm. all about it. So by tricking the sensors, he was able to stop a car. He was able to turn on the radio. Um, He didn't do anything seriously malicious because everybody knew what it was going. He was able to toy with the car's air conditioning, blast the radio. And this is from a couch 10 miles west of the highway activated yeah, the windshield wipers, and ultimately cut the transmission. I mean, Fiat Chrysler recalled 1.4 million vehicles to install anti-hacking software after mm-hmm. this. Um, as the security experts said, the demonstrated highlighted the the, in, the importance of security because it's not just driverless cars. It's every car now. Everything mm-hmm. has computers in it. And with this person attacking the LiDAR, he was one of the first people to show how easy it is to hack self-driving car sensors. So like we say with the whole Internet of Things, it's really time to step back here and work on the security first versus let's make a self-driving car because it's really cool. Right, I mean. Well, you know,
1: this is yeah, this is a big issue in in the the whole hacking, the hacking of Yahoo accounts and the hacking of drivers' of cars and the just hacking in general, the alleged hacking of the Democrats during the election. You know, this stuff is getting a little bit scary, and yeah, I, I mean, would...
2: honestly, I know people who could easily hack into something, yeah. bounce their IP address from four. I know people like this bounce their IP address from four countries. And they could be from Uzbekistan or Paris or any place they chose. So, you know, everything uh, can get hacked. It's
1: well, you know, I used to have, uh, on the uh, old show, I used to have often had uh, white hat hackers. So right. white hat hackers were the hackers that hacked for good. And black hat, ha- you know, were the ones that do these evil, nasty things. And, you know, I was, the question was always the same. You know, why are they doing it? Well, because they can. You know, because it's fun, because they like to do well, it.
2: it's just same reason people tag things, but this involves people's lives. You so bet I, I think it does. we've gotten to a point, and computer and technology radio puts down their fist.
1: Yeah. their
2: <laughs> fist on <Yeah>. desk. You <laughs> must address stop right security. now. Uh, yep, right, exactly. Stop and address the security first.
1: Yeah, we're going. You now. and Martian and are going to go to Russia to to talk to the hackers in Russia to see if we can stop this.
2: Right, everybody's the same. Everybody has their crazy. So did you install Google Keyboard six months ago on your Apple phone? I did not. Okay, well, I downloaded it on uh, my phones, and it's now called Gboard, and it's really kind of cool but puzzling at the same time. You can search Google from your keyboard because there's a little G, like a key, on the keyboard, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, you can search emoji, which I thought was huge because a lot of times when I'm on my phone—not so much on a tablet—but on my phone, the emojis are like so tiny. I mean, <laughs> are do you ever kind of squint and say, "What? What the oh, heck yeah. is that emoji?" Sure. So you can search hug, man, wife. You get a man, wife. Uh, we were playing with it last night. Um, if you're chatting with a friend about the weather, you tap on the Google icon and Mm -hmm. uh, ask what's the weather and the app will offer a prediction for the weather which you could share with a single tap. It also includes built-in gif search which is kinda cool. So you can now shoot gifs over with the Google keyboard. The problem is not every app will accept the Google keyboard. More and more are coming on board Multiple languages. There's also Translate coming. I mean, it's got a lot of features. I think it's really cool, and uh, so I'm you would, liking you it. So you would
1: recommend that over the normal Absolutely. app, the normal keyboard that you use?
2: It's much, 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 much stronger. Much stronger. Interesting. So okay. did you see that story about teenagers today? Yeah, it's That don't give a crap about tech?
1: Well, you know, the headline's a bit deceiving because they still give a crap about it, but they give a crap less than apparently millennials and Gen X's. So they did a survey that said, you know, what do you see yourself using now and five years from now? And, you know, it was uh, texting. 76% of Gen Z said they would text where 81 81, 81 and 81 for Gen X and millennials. Mobile phones, 75%. For the Gen Z and the rest 78 and 79. Yeah, but what
2: really scared me, what really scared me is the question do you see the following playing a role in the future of work? Mm -hmm. And it was smart cars, VR, virtual reality, and wearables. And they didn't care. 11% of the people cared about smart cars in the Gen Z, 9% cared about VR, and 15% cared about wearables. Which is definitely outpaced by the older generations, and so their deal is they value effectiveness over efficiency. So, well, you know,
1: additionally, <laughs> I mean, I thought what, what I thought was interesting is when they talked about three things: would we be using tablets, desktops, or cloud sharing, and most all generations, if you looked at the cloud sharing, only 37% of the Gen X are Gen wait not Gen X Gen is it Gen Z yeah Gen Z were, would use cloud sharing and the maximum was 43%, meaning that a lot of people don't trust. I think you can interpret that a lot of people don't trust sharing in the cloud. That the, again, the hacking story, the other things, uh, what you know would you share in a cloud? Well, most people more than half say they won't.
2: I know it, it's really scary because if you've got a generation um, of people who are not tech oriented, who's mm-hmm. going to run the world for the next generation?
4: Yeah uh, I think I know.
2: Um, I'm going to tweet the story with the charts and the data of the report because it's like I think it's scary. I think that uh, we really need to have tech savvy people, and it just seems that the younger people these days don't care at all.
1: Well, apparently they don't care about computer desktop computers anymore, because only 39% said they thought they would be using them. You no, know, that's because they
2: can't afford a 27 or 20. Yes, and extreme. you you know
1: you could well <laughs> be correct about that. Although five years later, in theory, you know, if if you you hope and you know, think you're going to do well, but laptops were still reasonably the place to go. Uh, tablets were only fifty-eight to forty-two percent on the low side.
2: Well, honestly, so, I have a twenty-seven-inch tablet. No kidding, it's mm-hmm. the Yoga Home Nine Hundred,
1: yeah, and it has ridiculous. a little
2: kickstand. But it has a kickstand on the back, so it's a great Windows Ten computer, and I right. really love it. So I consider it a desktop, but technically it reads, for data purposes, as a, you know, as a mobile device. Right. So I have one desktop, the 27-inch tablet with a kickstand, Mm -hmm. four laptops, three tablets, and a partridge in a pear tree.
1: Yeah, right, (laughs) exactly. Two
2: two phones. So, I mean, I'm loaded in tech, and I love having all the different devices.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Although, interestingly enough, in that same survey, they talked about people's preferred methods of communication. And the Gen Z only wanted to communicate person-to-person 26% of the yes. time. Uh, Millennial 16. Nobody wants to talk to anybody anymore. No, I no. I mean, literally.
2: A, you know, um, well, it's interesting. I also read a story real quick that uh, said, why don't you just let your employees go home because nobody's really working? Yeah, you know, everybody's right. online. Everybody's doing. I just send a gift, and people know you're thinking of them. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I there you go. I I'm,
1: I'm good for the gift idea. Uh, all yeah. right. When we come back, we've got the buy of the week. Lots of other stuff. We've already gone through a half an hour of the show. Can't we? A me.
2: great alternatives for a MacBook Pro. Great story I read on Medium. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now, WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WSRadio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WSRadio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS
5: Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com.